This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now... Let the buzz begin! Hello everybody, welcome back to AfterBuzz TV, where we are discussing The Flash Season 1, Episode 14, Fallout. I'm your host, Roxy Stryer, and you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And I'm sitting alongside Tari Miller, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at Tari J, it's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Ashley Daniels. I'm at Ashley Daniels on Twitter, and Miss Ashley Daniels on Instagram. And Jeffrey Masters. Hi guys, I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. And you guys can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, or now live on YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV, where you guys can actually chat with us, and our chat mistress will be Ashley. Well, she will be checking in for you guys when she can, if she can, or they'll help us a little bit in the booth. Work. Thank you, Josh, <laughs> when you can check in on our chat roll. We love you guys. We love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, and as always, if you can't watch live, you can watch us um, on YouTube later at AfterBuzzTV.com later, or on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Basically, if you are looking for us, you can find us. If you're on this video right now, make sure you give us that thumbs up and write a comment. We want to hear what you have to say. But I'd like to start with hearing what you guys have to say about tonight's episode. We're going around the circle. What did you think, Tari? Um, I thought it was a really good episode. We got a lot of uh, fun uh, Easter eggs here and there, and by that, like, and references to previous episodes, things that uh, we can look back on and be like, oh, you made the cyclone again, so that was cool. Yeah, really cool. Ash? Oh, I loved everything about tonight. Um, I really, just the whole Ronnie and Stein fusing together and then apart, and then 
back together and then apart. Um, Quit playing game incredible. Heart. Yeah, it was it was incredible. <laughs> Jeff, best one of the best episodes. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I you know every week we tend to have like a new character, usually a villain. It was nice to have like the new characters this week. I know they're not that new, but um, the Firestorm be people that they're like working together with. Yeah, and I to see like that switching up the Scooby Gang. Yeah, I really enjoyed tonight's episode, and what I liked a lot is that every time I thought, no, they're not going to do that, they they did it. So, like I, what? Well, like for example, when Firestorm re-merged together, I was like, oh, they're not going to be able to do that. And then when they re-separated, I was like, oh, they're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just think it's cool when I can't keep up with the show because I pride myself on watching a lot of television. So mm-hmm. you guys know that I my brain works like a TV at this point, and right. I'm thinking, oh, I know what they're doing the plot next. But on this show, I don't feel like I do know what the well, you did know well. Well, you did know, know that. that. That was pretty good. Yeah. I thought that suit was green. I must be colorblind. <laughs> That's like a forest green. They're like, it's yellow. They move fast. It's hard to see. And I was like, oh, my God. If we have a green streak coming on through, that's like some arrow stuff going on. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. I was green really shocked, too, when they split. I didn't see that coming at all. Um, Tori, is that in the comics? Do they split like that? Um, they don't, actually. They, oh. Like, from the moment that they fuse together, they're permanently one being. So I was also <laughs> really... Uh, excited that they have this whole like fusion twin thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm wondering though, do we think that this is going to alienate any of the comic book fans? Because I remember when we were watching this, Tari, you were like, no, there's no way that they're going to be able to separate this quick. And then they did. So were you frustrated with that? Or do you think it was cool that they kind of took their own path? Well, I personally, I thought, like, even if they separated in that moment, I was like, well, their ultimate destiny is to become one being. So I was I was surprised that they're able to separate at will. But I was actually really excited about it because, I mean, being a, a comics fan, like, I like firestorm as one being but i like this extra aspect to him that kind of because you get you get to experience dr stein and ronnie as two separate beings but you also get to see them work together which is really fun right we start the episode off not exactly no we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What is happening with them? We just know that there's a big explosion, and Caitlin and Barry are running for their dear lives. Mm-hmm. Well... Caitlin's being carried, let's be honest, and Barry's running for both of their lives. But we find out that it wasn't radioactive. Shout out to the song that we started with. Yeah. See what we did there? We're, we're clever. We're oh, yeah. tied it all in. Um, and they figure out that he wasn't radioactive, so they go over to him. And what were you guys thinking at that exact moment? Were you figuring, oh my gosh, they're still combined? What's going on? Is he dead? Or, or what did you guys think was happening? It happened so fast, to be honest, that I didn't have time to predict what was going to happen. I was just kind of going with it, which is rare, because usually I like <laughs> to figure out something before. But I just went with it. It was. It happened so fast. There weren't answers in the binder? Yeah. I mean, no, not today. Today, <laughs> I, I actually was very good today. I really just, you know, took my notes and watched. and oh. I didn't want to know too much. Right. I wanted to really enjoy it. <laughs> well, <laughs> and the first part of the episode, when you saw that they'd split, my thought was... Oh my god, is there no more Firestorm? Yeah. Like, I just didn't know if, like, they just, like, dissipated the character. What do you guys think, if this was your life, mm-hmm. would you rather have no superpower and be you, but have this weird 
connection with somebody or always be joined with them if you had to pick one or the other. seems like they can have the best of both worlds, but I was thinking to myself, I don't know what's the if it's lesser of two evils or what it is. What, what would you guys rather? Uh, I mean, I personally would rather be my own person. Like, even though I'm connected to someone, I can still experience things on my own. Whereas, if I'm combined, it, it, there's always going to be this this, I guess, push and pull of his will versus mine, and it's it's never going to be, I guess, okay. And but also, mm, I think they set it up that they would never be able to live a normal life because they're wanted by the army. Yeah, but they can't live a normal life separate. I just yeah. think it's it's so difficult to feel tied to somebody in this way. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. I meant that as separate people, they'd be no, they couldn't live. They'd be like, you know, oh. on a run. But as a, the same per, as Firestorm, they're even more dangerous, and they're probably even more hunted. But also, though, they didn't. I don't know if they showed in this episode. I don't know if they are able to operate their Firestorm abilities as separate people. Yeah. They aren't. Yeah. So together. No, only. they're Firestorm. Yeah. And they're together. But I think for me, I would rather be together because I would be thinking. Thinking too much about, I wouldn't be able to enjoy life because I'd be constantly wondering, like, oh my gosh, this hurts. I wonder what's going on right now with Stein. Or yeah, well, I just made myself be Ronnie. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. I had to you be can, one. Hey, we're living in our dream world. Choice. You can be whoever you want to be. <laughs> I, I just think I'd have a, a, a much. Um, I'd have more. Um, I just feel like my life would be really difficult for me, just always worrying about that, what's going on with the other person. Yeah, and if you stop looking at all the negative sides of being Firestorm. He still gets to be a superhero at the end of the day, yeah. you know, and he yeah. still has powers and he can it's still true. fly and make fire hands and, yeah. and do some cool things. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm really liking Firestorm and I'm liking this dilemma that they're putting him in. What about you? Uh, you know, it's, it's tough. I think that I would try to go back and forth like they did. So the option that I didn't yeah. give you guys, Thanks a that's lot. what I'm going to take. Oh, okay. sweet. Option C. <laughs> you know, either, way they're, either way, they're on the run, but this way they get to like operate their Firestorm powers. And also, you know, it, it's nice to have somebody going through the same thing as you. Like, yeah. you, Can you imagine having somebody to talk to all the time? You'd feel a little crazy, but it'd also be nice. Like, hey, is this the right move? I don't know. Let's talk it out. Oh, they're so different. Yeah. I love the, uh, watching them operate because they're coming from such different places, and it, it was really cool to see their dynamic. You would never pair these two together. It's like teacher and student almost. Yeah. So I really like that. So I want to talk about an argument we were having before we walked into studio about whether or not we would call Eiling our big bad of this week, because I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So every week we come on, we talk about the show, and we say the big bad of the week is, and it happens to typically be a metahuman, because that's what's usually big and bad. But this week, Eiling came back, and he's been one of the only people to have a through line this season of being a version of a big bad. And Tari, you were saying you definitely would consider him a big bad, so why do you feel like he was the big bad this week? Well, I mean, because he was definitely on the other side of our team, but beyond that, like, he was the guy who was willing to uh, have Wells betray Dr. Stein. He was just about to kill Dr. Stein because he got what he needed. I mean, traditionally, Dr. or not Dr., but General Eiling is uh, he's more of a, I guess I would call him kind of a sympathetic character in that, like, he does what he does because he's afraid that all of these metahumans are eventually going to kill all of mankind because they're powerful enough to do so. But this version is, 
only really looking to weaponize the metahuman so that he can win all the wars and be all the greatest army ever in the history of ever. Can you guys blame him for that thought process, though? Because based on the metahumans we've seen so far, we've seen some pretty big damage done by these people or by these metahumans. Do you think that Eiling is in the right at all? Or do you just think he's gone way over the top and he hasn't really assessed the situation? I think he needs to assess the situation because, I mean, in this case, Ronnie and, I mean, Ronnie and Stein, for him to be going to attack them and then Barry to have all these weapons just in case he needs to hurt Barry, it's all, there's nothing positive that can come from any of that. But I do believe on his end, obviously, he feels there's some justice that he's trying to serve in, in doing so, but I just think he's doing it completely wrong because he's not thinking it through. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like his other examples of metahumans have all been like horribly negative villains, right? And yet, I don't know. I didn't consider him a big bad just because he's not a metahuman and he's like compromising and like slightly working with Harrison Wells. But would you be less afraid of him as opposed to somebody like Pied Piper? You know, would is he less scary because he isn't a metahuman? I'm not sure. I don't know. He has his toys, but like I don't know that that's going to be like a match against people's powers. Yeah, that's very true. I think it's a really it's an interesting question, and he did scare the piss yeah. out of me tonight. I will say that. I yeah. mean, but, and sorry. Also, though, sneaky. like uh, our big bads of the week has have always been wanting and like need to. They've been like destruction, right? Destroying cities, killing people, getting what they want. That is not what Idling's doing. He does not want to have any like civilian casualties. I would argue that he is he is trying to get what he wants. He was willing to sacrifice our heroes in order to get the Firestorm Matrix. And before he he is the one who killed. Um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name. Plastique. Um, yeah, Plastique. I just don't think he would kill like ma- like people on like a bridge and like save the girlfriend, save the people on the bridge. He would never like kill a group of people or just try to destroy the city. Because I think. what is his end goal? To like just protect the country. Or- <laughs> I think it's to, yeah. I think it's to have. A, I, I think there has it's to have a safe city. Um, I think it's just to get all of the people that are any threat to him and his his people to eliminate them. Um, but it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf in a sense. Like these are like the first metahumans that aren't bad. Um, right. And h- how are we supposed to expect him to believe that there is some good in them? I, I think he should still assess every situation. Whenever you're using a weapon, you should never just take it lightly. It's like, let's do some background work on this first. Yeah, Of course. Um, so do we think that idling is now gone from the show? Or I think Grodd has like mind control abilities, we've said. Is Grodd going to be working through him in that powerful position? Was, oh, well, it, you think so? Through... Well, here's the thing. We just see Grodd... We find out that not only has Eiling recognized Grodd's voice, but somehow they have had a relationship in the past. We know that Wells had a relationship with Grodd. Wait, wait. Yes. Yes. we know that Eiling had a relationship with him? Well, because he said, I recognize this voice. Yes. Yeah. So, wait. somehow... Oh, go ahead, Tori. Oh, uh, sorry. Oh. They also... He uh, mentioned it earlier uh, when he was shocking Stein that he had used it on oh, the gorilla previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Good then point. when we're first introduced to Grodd in the cage, Eiling is, Eiling is there as well. So, first of all, I would have to assume if he was shocking him at one point, Grodd wants revenge on Eiling. Most people probably want revenge on Eiling, but I think this is really cool. I can't believe, now I guess we opened the floodgates, we're talking about Grodd, so here (laughs) we go. I can't believe this show went here. I cannot believe it. First, we got the hint, I think it was episode one. Episode one. Yeah, episode one with the sign. 
then we got uh, another hint, and then the cave. We, yeah, with the cave a few weeks ago, and then we see the words and people screaming, and then we see the hint of Grodd. Not even a hint; we actually get to see Grodd, and then tonight we get to see Grodd in action. Yeah, yeah. it was almost as if Wells was like calling him in. Yeah, it, it, it was almost as if the two of them are working together, and well, that's clear. Uh, They're definitely working but, together. But, but even so, that Ealing, Ealing, General Ealing, Ealing. already Ealing already had a um, a relationship with Grodd, whether good or bad. If he had a relationship, being a good one with Wells, and Wells and Grodd are working together, how does that work? Well, you bring up a great point, Ashley, which is the relationship between Wells and Ealing, which we're still unclear about. We know that Ealing says. Wells, you're one of the smartest people I know. And we know that Wells gives up yeah. part of Firestorm. He gives up right. Stein to Eiling. I don't know. Are they colleagues? Are they in this together? Did they do something at one point together? Did what they do have to do specifically with Grodd? Did Eiling think Grodd was dead? What do you guys think the, the history is there? Well, Because I, I, I know Tari's going to give the answer, so before you do, I want to add I want to add to that and ask you and, he and mention all the answers. And also, I want to say during the part, so he gives, obviously he gives Stein um, to Eiling. To Eiling yeah. Or Isling. <laughs> um, and then um, and then all of a sudden we see Wells who's just kind of like trying to help the situation, yet he just gave Stein away. He just gave the general, you know, access to Stein and hurt, and hurt Stein to, you know, get him to pass out or whatever. But then he's trying to help him. So it, it is a very confusing dynamic that I'm not trying to, I'm not figuring out if Wells is on Whose side, Who's side I is he on? I don't think Eiling and Wells are working together, but I think they both know enough about each other that if they became enemies, it could be really bad. So they're like helping hmm. each other enough to like make sure that does not happen. Okay, right. but what is the history then? How Sorry. do they know? <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Well, we know that they've worked together in the past, back when Star Labs was uh, was running at full force. Eiling wanted to use the technology that Star Labs was developing to uh, enhance his army. Um, and then in this instance, I don't think that Wells was necessarily helping him because they're, they're best buddies or anything. They I don't, don't have like a secret handshake or something? No, I think because he... <laughs> he answered that so... No, <laughs> no, no, honey. I'm going to cry myself to sleep now. <laughs> It'll be okay. Um, but if you remember, uh, Eiling threatens Barry. He's like, yeah. hey, he took off his mask. So, and we know that Wells' main goal is to protect Barry. So I assume he was weighing uh, Barry's life against Stein's, and he has more invested in Barry than he does Stein. That looked like some very unfortunate acupuncture going on with Barry. Oh, look at the cactus. Like, <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Oh, that looked Times 10. outrageously painful. And I love, I talk about this every week, they keep finding different ways for Barry to use his powers, and I love seeing him with this vacuum. You can't burn in a vacuum, so he's going and he's going and he's going. Each time he's doing this, we know what they're gearing up for, which is the fact that, yes, he's the fastest man alive, but he's going to be even faster because we know... There's time travel on we the table. We know how it goes. Yeah. yeah. So I think that was really cool to watch him go round and round in this vacuum. Did you guys like watching him use his powers in a different way tonight? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that. I, I mean, I thought that was when he was just going in circles. That mm-hmm. was. I, you just almost feel like you are with him. 
yeah. when he's running like that versus running straight. I don't know why, but it's like when you have a virtual roller coaster and you feel like you're actually flying. Yes, yeah. I, yes. I feel that way. Too. Have you ever tried uh, virtual reality? Um, the goggles? Mm-hmm. No. You, you tried them? Yeah. Yeah. The um. The Oculus, yeah, Oculus yeah. Rift. It's amazing. Barry would put this those would on and be like, crazy. "That's nothing." Can you imagine the show with that. Oh my god, it'd be insane. Oh, Sorry, Jeff. God. I think you were going to say something, and I cut you off. Oh, yeah. it's fine. No, um, are we talking about time travel? Can we go there? Well, before I yeah. definitely want to go there, but before we do, I do want to talk about a couple different relationship things because obviously we reunited with Caitlin and Ronnie, but we also reunited with Clarissa, and I'm wondering did anybody feel bad for Clarissa at all, and, and like she wasn't in the loop. Clarissa's. Uh, Martin Stein's uh, wife. Oh, that is her name, Clarissa. Right? Yeah. Okay. She explains it all. Yeah. <laughs> Great reference. You know, we're reuniting them, and somehow, I guess he told her very quickly about the flash and what had happened, and she seems okay with it. Like that's relatively normal. I'm sure she was reading the papers. You did too. pick up on that. You were like, she knows that he's the Flash because well, he did. She's that. reading the papers, so I know she knew there was a Flash, but nobody knows it's him, and she was. Pretty chill about it. I, yeah. Maybe they explained it last episode when they were saying that this firestorm person is your husband. But I think for the sake of the story, it would have taken too long within right. like the 47 minutes we had to like explain, by the way, the Flash is this guy. He was here last week. Don't worry about it. No questions, please. I think a reaction right. would have been good. Like, <gasps> or just something. Like, <laughs> well, it's a great point you bring up, though, Jeff, because we talked to Candace Patton, obviously, and she said a lot ends up getting yeah. cut yes. because we don't have that much time. So... Things that we already know in the story, I don't need them to re-explain. Whatever he told her, they I'm sure they made love after not seeing each other yeah. for a very long time. And it was like when he had the um, like the needles in him, they're pulling it out. It's like so painful and slow. And then the next scene, he was like, "Fine." I was like, "I get it. We gotta move the story along." Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't want a whole episode of pulling it out. <laughs> what I was thinking was interesting though is the one scene we see her and she's like, "I'm not letting him out of my sight." And the next scene, she's very willing to let him leave. And Caitlin, kind of the same way, she's like, "I understand you have to go." I'm not. He's not the only one you're connected to, or whatever she yeah. says, which is really oh, yeah. cute. The way I yeah. just said it was kind of creepy, but it was really endearing. <laughs> That's why we were all no. like, uh, yeah, yeah. really, it was cute yeah. first time, yeah. It was cute. So, did, were you as surprised that these two ladies let their men go? I was. I was very surprised, especially with Clarissa, because uh, she mentions in the beginning, she says, he's very different. There's something different about him. He and likes pizza. It's oh my weird. god. It was like, he's eating carbs. What but it was happening? before she even mentioned the pizza, when she said that, my heart dropped. I'm like, oh my god, like, what is going to happen? Like it was just a scary thought. Like yeah. what is what is inside your house right now? What who is that? Is it not, like it was just very scary? Um, but then to know that she kind of was a little bit unknowing as to who he is, or she was a little bit like uncomfortable with him to let him go so fast was like I would want to keep him by my side and just like watch over him a little yeah. bit. I think that's when I would turn crazy and like use the handcuffs and make him stay. Like yeah. you are not going anywhere. This is your jail. Yeah. I have you for a month at least. <laughs> yeah. Like it was kind of like a backwards way for both of them to get closure though. Yeah. For their boyfriend and husband. Okay, do you think though that this is going to open a door for like Caitlin to move on and like find a new love or interest? Or since he's alive Will she stick with him? Oh, I can't believe you asked that because exactly what I was thinking when I was watching. It was so strange to hear her speech to Cisco. Her speech sounded like goodbye, which was bizarre because I felt like this was hello. She was like, I don't know why I'm not as sad this time. And I'm thinking, because he's not dead. That's why you're not as sad because yeah. he's out there and he said he'll be back. And there's yeah, a yeah, future, yeah. like a possibility. Yeah. But she was like, I have a life and I have all these things. And I'm thinking to myself... 
I don't know. Are they doing this to appease Snowberry fans, people who want to see Barry and Caitlyn together, and they're trying to set up? Honestly, I know that like y'all are Snowberry, and I'm very much not. <laughs> I'm not I'm Snowberry. Not. Okay. I'm very I'm, well, much people not are too. y'all. I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> Just kidding. I if there was ever a thing, I feel like maybe like they're out one night, and like there's the moment they're looking each other's eyes, and they kiss, and they pull apart, and they. Just laugh and they're like, no, we can't do this. Kind of like, like what happened with um, Felicity. Felicity. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like a wonderful like Thanks. sibling vibe of like chemistry. Yeah, well, maybe they're trying to make room for her with somebody else. I don't know. I just feel like that speech was a goodbye speech, which I really hope it's not because I want to see her with Ronnie. Right. I, mean, I do too. Is anybody else thinking that it sounded like a goodbye or did it sound to you guys just like a break? It, it sounds to me like a goodbye Same. only because I feel like that was such an amazing, amazing uh, scene, all of the scenes with Ronnie and Stein, that there's got to be more. They have to, it's going to be some type of other show that's just going to involve the two of them. That's what I feel. Yeah. I just feel like it's just, it, there's just so much you can do with it and you can't say goodbye to it. It's just too good. Right. But it could be, you know, it could be a little bit of a hiatus. You know, we have a hiatus ourselves for a month. So. I know that they can't bring on, like, too many, like, superheroes all at the same time with, like, the vibes and the... I was going to say Mrs. Frost. What's her name? Killer Frost. Killer Frost. Killer Frost. Frost. Yeah. Mrs. Claus. Uh, <laughs> I just wonder if, like, they're setting the, like, breadcrumbs to eventually have Firestorm, like, come back permanently. Yeah. I, do you mean come back as Firestorm? Or do you yeah. mean come back separate? Or come back with the opportunity to do both? Um, I come back as, like, both to work mm. together. Yeah, I know it's, like, not Avengers. It's, like, The Flash. But, you know. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, and I do think that they do want to make it so they leave all these doors open so that people can come and, and they can go. And to come. That's yeah. why we're really not killing that many people. We're sticking them in the pipeline yeah. or we're sending them on mm-hmm. missions, but we're not saying die to anybody. Right. Plastique, supposedly she blew up, but I don't know. Right. Don't know. Yeah, yeah she she's still like really don't whole know. body, I yeah, thought. We, yeah. we don't know. We really don't know. And I just think that this show is saying don't write anybody off. That's a great point. Which is really going to be awesome to see because there's nothing more that I like than a callback to something. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know what, too? They've done such a good job about like these smaller characters going in and out of like Arrow and possibly Supergirl coming out. Like We know that we're going to get, is it Ant-Man? Not Beth, Ant-Man. Beth Adam. from Walking Dead. Adam. Adam, Adam, Adam. The Adam and same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Adam's coming on, so crossovers yeah. and whatever. And um, that is going to be really interesting. I agree. It would be cool to see. It would kind of rock Arrow's world, too, to have this, like, flaming person. Yeah, when, <laughs> when he comes on, I think Felicity's going to come, too, at some point. So yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely bringing people back all over the place. This is the time, though, guys. We're here. Sorry, Jeff, that it took us a long time to get to time travel. Maybe I'll go back oh, and do this over. The time is now. But I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the whole time it was very clear that if he were to go back in time, which he does, it would be to save his mom. Right. That, that wasn't a, like a mind explosion. Absolutely. Right. I have never been more happy in my life than, <laughs> when, than going, when Cisco turns over to Joe and explains Terminator, Back to the Future. Yes. I feel like Joe in this. I am sitting here and I know that I have to go and talk about the Flash after show with you guys. And not have to, I mean get to because I love talking about it. But sometimes this show, I have to admit, leaves me feeling a little stupid because I'm like, 
oh my god, time travel is so over my head. It's a yeah. little overwhelming. People are talking about all the different theories of time travel and paradox and all these things that you need to watch and you need to read in order to see this show and what time travel thing we're going. And I'm like, oh my god, it's just a lot. It's overwhelming. I don't think you're alone in that. No, yeah. you're not. It, no. It's you're really not. overwhelming. So I am glad that we get to be here and break it down and talk about what we actually have seen so far. And especially this is when we love you guys at home to talk to us about your theories. If you're on Twitter, make sure you're using the hashtag ABTVFlash because I really want to know what everybody else sees is going on. That's the easiest yes. way for me not to get too exploding in my head. Question, though, going off of that, um, when Joe is talking to Barry um, about, you know, he let him, he lets him know about his mother and everything, um, and that he, he traveled in time, uh, that little conversation. Um, <laughs> Like totally yeah. over breakfast or something. Totally, it was like that <laughs> little nothing of a conversation. Um, why did you guys pick up at all that uh, Joe? When when Barry says to Joe, um, why would you test my blood? Like, what made you think to test my blood? Because I, I honestly, in that moment, and this could be really dumb, but in that moment, I felt like Joe was caught, and that he knows much more than he can admit. Well, I think it was about the fact Barry was more skeptical of Joe testing Wells' blood. And he says, right. you were looking for Wells' blood, weren't you? Right. Absolutely he was caught. He knew he was caught red-handed when he says, yeah, that's what I was doing. He didn't try to, like, weasel his way out of it. Right, but when he said, you know, why did you test mine? I just thought, I don't know, did you find that weird? Did he say, why did you test mine? I yeah. Think he said, uh, yeah. Huh, I wonder. Or he questioned it. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah, and I guess... I, I never saw him. I never saw that uh, question before with the two of them, and it was almost like Joe kind of stopped for a second. It was a little bit uncomfortable for him. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It Joe's really smart. Yeah, it didn't bother me though that he did test the, his blood. I mean, he would be honestly, t- obviously testing for like the ten-year-old version. Yeah, but still, like to me, that seems like fairly normal. Right? You mean because he was there? Because he was so there. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. Let's test everybody in the room. But then why wouldn't he say that? Like to respond like that? Like, well, because you were there. He kind of just like stop for a second. I don't know. That kind of caught me off guard. I don't know. I mean, it does open the door, at least for Barry, to be like, well, it makes him think that Joe thought that he was capable of being the one who killed his mother. Oh. Okay. So I think that uh, your concern... It's -hmm. it's interesting, too, that at some point when they're Mm -hmm. back in time with, like, the red and the yellow streak and it's Barry, there would have to be, like, a mat, like, a He's bleeding and it's like splattering in the wall. Yeah. There had to be like a stabbing, like something big happens. Uh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I agree with that. Uh, that something huge happens. We don't know what it is yet. Our camera, our mirror camera wasn't that clear. You know, <laughs> they, they got to work on like HD quality or something. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. guys, my jokes tonight, not so good. But I appreciate it. No, no, but anyway. it was funny. But it was okay. really, it was just sad though to see Barry look at his mic. Like, Mom. It was yeah. really a heartbreaking moment. Oof. And this is what Joe says I really appreciated. His job in life as Barry's guardian is to been to guard him from pain, and this is something that could potentially be incredibly painful. Mm-hmm. But I'm so happy Joe decided to share it with Barry. Not as not the first week when he was doing with Cisco, I thought it was okay that he left Barry out of it. But now that there was something to actually say, if he had tried to hide this from Barry, it would have been catastrophic. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was really happy that he opened up about it. But I, 
I do think that they are foreshadowing some big Joe Barry issue. Oh, like, do you? Yeah, like Ashley was just talking about him being skeptical or whatever. I think sometimes you know that the people who love you are always going to be there, so you take things out on them. Mm. And right now, Barry is going to be hurting based on this, and I think that Joe is an easy target for him. Yeah. You know what I got from that it's conversation true. of the why did you test my blood? We tested everybody's. Also, like I was looking for Harrison Wells. I got from that was Barry's massive trust that he has in Harrison Wells. Yeah. Right. And why? I understand that Wells keeps saving him, but Barry's questioned Wells at points, too. When Barry calls Wells a friend and Wells said back, yeah. uh, called him not a friend, whatever. I would have been less surprised if he had been like, yeah, I know, I've been picking up on weird things. Like, have you found anything? Yeah. But he didn't even question it. He was like, he's not involved. You know that now, right? And yeah. Joe was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> totally. Yeah. What do we actually think about that? Because I, you guys know I'm struggling with this a little bit. Do we think, so now we know that one of the two men there was Barry and we know the other person is the red has the red energy and the yellow suit on based on the pictures. So based on that and based on what we saw with Grodd and based on everything we've seen with Gideon and the fact that Wells has this suit we are definitely supposed to believe that this was Wells there. Yes. Do we think it was or do we think that this is some sort of swerve and they're throwing us for a loop? Because Wells' blood didn't come up. They found two blood samples and Wells wasn't one of them. What oh, do you guys think? one's still a mystery. Right. Right. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I mean, I think as of now, we the only option we have that's good is Wells. Okay. We even present it with nothing else. Eddie Fawn. I don't know. We haven't seen Eddie. He's being secretive. It's true. Um, I mean, I I think it definitely was Wells. Um, it may not be Wells at the point that we are at at this point. Like, it could be a future version of Wells. So we know that Wells exists here, and then we know that along the time stream, he could come back, and it's two separate people, uh, because who you are now is not who you are tomorrow. Um, so that is Profound. one of... Yeah, it is profound. Um, so that's one of, and that's one of the time travel rules or, or rules we're working with at the moment, right? Um, so, but yeah. I, sorry, no, I'm just really, really nervous. I think we're setting ourselves up for heartbreak because right now, Barry not only has he been working on trying to save one parent, but now he's working on trying to save yeah. two parents. Yeah, and if if he can't save one of them, that's going to be a loss, you know? So, it, say he does put all of his energy into becoming even faster, and he is able to go back in time and relive this moment and save his mom. Just say that was to happen, because mm-hmm. I don't know if it's possible, but if he does, then everything else changed. Every single right. thing is different. So, and there's no relationship yeah. with Joe. It's all, it's like a sacrifice. You right. Know? But his dad wouldn't have gone to jail. Right. So, he potentially wouldn't even become the Flash. Right. He wouldn't right. become the Flash. So then how would he have world. gone back in time? Well, that's what I think that's, that's what they what were trying to say yeah, when they were saying like yes. when you go back in time, you know, you, you really do change a lot of things and it's, it's almost, it's something you have to really, really consider. Do you want to give up everything now? You just give up right. who you were. Yeah. yeah. Right. I just keep going back to Harrison Wells as like, 
he doesn't have full capability of his powers at the moment. Remember, he was like speeding up, then stopping. And I wonder, he's from the future, is that something like a side effect of like he ran so fast to get here that he like <laughs> along the journey of time travel did that like weaken him at some point? Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what weakened him. Clearly, something because if that was him with Barry's mom, he was faster then than yeah. he is now. But if like Barry goes back, is he also going to be weakened? And how will they then get back? Yeah, I, I really, really don't know. I do think if we see Barry enter this time zone, uh, this time travel world, it's going to have to be for a reason other than what's actually going on. Like, he's going to have to be running from something, or something has to be in imminent danger, or Iris is about to get hurt, or whatever it is. He's going to have to run so fast that the world is going to... It can't be that he needs to figure out time travel so he's able to just do it. You right. know, like it, there's got to be yeah. something. So some yeah. big event has to take place. Yeah. Also, well, like, the, sorry, I, I feel like I'm monopolizing. <laughs> but no, along the time travel, like journey of like running that fast, like how do you specifically like pick the date and time? Uh, uh, <laughs> I know that's a very specific, but like, right. how would you just travel back in time and like, pick 15 years ago versus way. Well, yesterday? But he does it now. Calendar. Really good. Just yes, totally. And you I contact phone. Calendar Man. Yeah. Um, no. um, what, uh Well, it, I would imagine it's based off of Stein's theory that time space is another realm. So essentially, once he hits the point where he breaks time space and creates the hole in reality, he can run along this time space into oh. this, the plot that, the spot that he wants to be in. Point. You know right. what's so interesting about that? Stein explains it to Barry and Barry's like, yeah, okay. Like, I would have been like, hold on. Huh? Yeah. Break it down for me. But Barry's like Jeff, always been intelligent. Yeah. Like he's Jeffrey just like, said, we don't have time for that. Yeah, we don't have time for that, exactly. <laughs> I think, I think he's also like, nothing is too scary for him. He's like, alright, whatever it takes. <laughs> you know? It's just... But, totally. I mean, his parents are on the line. Yeah. Both yeah. of them. You know, yeah. if he goes back in time to save his mom, he could recruit another Barry from a couple different dates and bring back an army of berries. He could bring back an army of berries, <laughs> or he could go Barry bring back squared. other versions of the Flash. Yeah. We could have a lot of different things squared. going on. And, keep in mind, we see two different streaks there then, but how do we know what else is in the corner? What's fighting outside. We don't know what's in the surroundings, who's actually there, who's not. There's just so many possibilities. What do you guys think? Oh, go ahead. No. I want to move on from the time travel really quick because I know that we're getting to the end and I want to talk about what's going on with Iris because I think it's really, really important. I just got a thought. I'm so sorry. I just (laughs) never apologize for that genius brain. What if God he doesn't remember this, but what if Barry now, adult Barry, actually went back to save this might be really stupid. No, to save his young self and bring in like in in the midst of doing that. That's when his blood got on the wall because someone tried to like attack him and take little Barry away from Big Barry. Could that ever happen? Wait, what do you mean to save little like, Barry? Why like is little sa- Barry in danger? Well, because what if it was so that, you know he's there. The little Barry went down. What if you try to save his mom and like. In oh. the midst of that, he saved himself to keep himself alive. Oh, right. he had to do that. Could that ever happen? I, I think it could, but I don't think Barry would. I don't think don't he think would he save would... himself over saving his mom. In some like time travel theories, they can't touch their old or new self. Right? <laughs> they can't. Okay. In There's so time many cop time travel theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. Mom and himself, but he only got himself because he's small. Hey, know. if we uh, can go Back to the Future, uh, we can go Time Cop. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, Whatever it is. All right. Yeah, so piggybacking next, off of your idea, though. Yes. I mean. The way that that could be a possibility is if 
in the midst of trying to save his mom, he fails, or he realizes that he has to uh, let her die. But then, you know, the reverse Flash is still a crazy man. So in order to make sure that he's there to save her in the future, he saves himself before going back yeah. to the time. Maybe he ch- stops what he's doing, realizes that the only way they're going to know he was there is if his blood was on the wall. So he just cuts himself yes. and sprinkles some of his blood on the wall. Yes. <laughs> hey, hold on That's one second. Sign. I got to do something. Yeah. It's a carving glare in your arm. Where? That was crazy. He was like, what about the blood was my initials. You didn't read it. All right. So, moving on. Iris. Yes, we got to talk about Iris. Here's the thing. I am so scared that she is about to be dealing with something she cannot get in the middle of. When she has to choose between being a journalist and her family and friends... I think that Iris is going to choose her family and friends. I don't think she's going to choose her career over them. So right now she's going to help Mason, but when she finds out the truth, what is she going to do? Sell everybody out? Well, that's why I don't think she's going to find out the truth. Her family knows so much that she does not know currently, and I don't think that'll be entertaining for the audience to see her discover stuff that we know. Well, she's slowly, though. Suspicious. We're going to see it slowly. Yeah. I mean, we all know she's going to find out that Barry Allen is the Flash. Yes. We don't know where, right. but she will find that but out. I think she's going to find out stuff that we're is going to like uh, surprise us that we don't know as the audience yet, and Ooh. maybe that'll be information that will like be helpful for them. Did right. you guys not like about think that she was going to yeah. know about Ronnie? Because I totally, I mean, when she was when she went for coffee and she was like, um, "I thought you said he was from you know Carlstown, whatever it was called, Coast, Coast, City. Coast, City. Coast City." Well, that's the second time that they mentioned Coast City. Oh yeah, the Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah, so it's but, cool. Shout out. Yeah, um, but don't you think that maybe? She's a little bit suspicious now. I mean, she got the picture. She obviously has that sketch, and it looks just like Sam the cousin. Yeah, but also, here's the deal. Kate, she knows Caitlin. Caitlin's obviously talked about the fact that her fiancé is dead. I'm sure at some point she's seen a picture. No, I'm not that she's surprised because she's smart. Too. She's a journalist. This is her job, you know? Like, that's when the part in your brain goes, ding, 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 you've seen this face before. Yeah. Yes. So I'm more surprised that she didn't actually recognize, say, what are you... Ronnie's cousin or something yeah. just like him or something like that. Yep. Right. But so, she did. She did definitely recognize him. You're so right about that. But she I, she didn't get a chance. You know, like you see somebody and you, you try to figure out who they are yeah. and she didn't get a chance because I grabbed her. But, but she now knows that Caitlin's lying to her too and Caitlin's yep. covering something and up. Cisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then two seconds later she goes with the sketch of Ronnie. Mm-hmm. I'm right. more concerned with what she's going to figure out about Harrison Wells. Because Harrison, I think we, he definitely did travel from the future, right? Okay. Uh, as far as we yes. know. Okay, check that off, yes. However, or he has communication with the future. That too. But he's, if he is in the future, he's playing a long game with the wife. And there was a book in the flashback last week that Barry was reading with Harrison's face in the cover. Like, he's been doing this for a while. You know, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting about the wife storyline. They mentioned it so many episodes back with Joe, and then they cleared that it was true. That is not the last we've heard about that. You know, we, there's something we're missing. And I yeah. definitely think that Iris could be a good way to get to the bottom of it. Who are more. Uh, weary of would be Mason. He seems like kind of a bad dude to me. Does it's anybody a, else get that vibe from him? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm thinking like, how does he? How does he have these senses? These spidey senses? Like, what does he know? Is he somehow no metahumans? Is he like related to somebody? Is he gonna be somebody? What do we think's going on with him? Or is he just your average journalist? I think he's just the average journalist right now. I really haven't, but it's because so many other things are going on that have caught my attention that I haven't really focused on it. Right. But I think if I went back, after you asked me that, I might see something, you know, now that I would think about it more. Right. I don't know. What do you guys, did you guys? 
I mean, I think he's just a hard-hitting journalist, and he's, he has a, a nose for stories. I mean, he got... I mean, Iris got her start at this paper because she was writing about the metahumans. Mm-hmm. So he sees that there are stories well, there. Well, she about Flash, but yeah. Right. And the Burning Man. Uh, um, yeah. But the concert. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he could also just be really mad that Wells kind of... Uh, turned his nose up at that meeting and so he's like, I'm going to get revenge. Find out about this guy. So that could be a possibility too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He has motive right now for knowing more about him. Mm-hmm. Alright, I want to move on to a little bit of news and gossip unless we have anything else about tonight's episode. No. Cool. After TV news. Alright, so I would like to pull up in the booth a picture that um, this is really cool. What we have to say is that Flash on DAR, which is Digital Audience Rating, was number 10 this week. So they, they're they in the top 10, which is amazing that they made the chart. This is including having the most amount of content from combined Facebook, Google+, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, and Wikipedia. So the most amount of content was posted about Flash this week. And the reason we're showing this picture is this is why. So there was a uh, 210% increase on Facebook with this Valentine's Day post, which people were posting posting like crazy. If you're listening to us and not watching it, it says, hey girl, know what this suit's made of? Boyfriend material. And it's a picture (laughs) of Barry Allen in his Flash suit. So this actually went so incredibly viral that the Flash was like bumped up over double because of this one picture on Valentine's Day. Which is amazing because people are just so obsessed with the show. Like, I remember five of my friends said this to me on Valentine's Day and I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel a little lame, but I appreciate the sentiment every single time. <laughs> um, but really cute and I'm really glad to hear that the show is doing that well and that people are posting as much content about it, especially online, because we are an online platform and we support other online platforms. Ooh. Moving on to the man that was just on the screen, Grant Gustin. Congratulations to him because he was just signed by William Morris Endeavor. What does that mean to you guys at home who are like, I don't care who reps him? What it means is he is big enough that he is at the top agency in the entire world now. That's how big Grant Gustin is. That's how big the show is. Or, excuse me, to other agencies, one of the top agencies in the world. Um, I'm really impressed it's by him. It's the top. I'm really impressed by him. I think that's awesome. It's just showing us the power of the show and how talented he is as an actor, and people are believing in him in, in very high places. So congrats to him on that. This, what I'm about to say, is a spoiler alert. So if you do not want to hear what I have to say, then do not listen for the next few seconds. Um, this is what's going on. We already figured that Heatwave Captain Cole will return at some point. We remember from their episode before that the sister was the one that bailed them out of the back of the truck, Lisa Snout. But they are coming back sooner than later. And the rumor is that Heatwave kind of has the hots for the little sis. So that will be really interesting to see. I'm excited to see what happens when a villain falls in love. I want to play Heat Wave when that happens. You know the song? Oh, yeah. Of course you know the song. <laughs> oh, I think I'm playing the role like Heat Wave. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was really I'd cool. watch that. Um, interesting. Also, apparently, we're going to see a different side of Captain Cold as he tries to play the good older brother to his crazy little sis. Hmm. So that will be really, really cool. Mm. And I'm excited to have them back like we were talking about earlier. We kill nobody off this show <laughs> so we can bring them all back. Yes. And on that note, let's get to some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So, here's the bad news. We are gone for many, many weeks 
they're killing us. The good news is, when we are back, we will be better than ever. I'm, I'm pretty positive, because we have a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, so the actual date that we're back, what was it, guys? March, March 17th. 17th. March 17th. It's about a month. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that's, oh. a really, that's a really nice surprise. Um, maybe we'll play a little drinking game on the show with you guys, so we can... Let's um, do it. If you're of <laughs> age, of course. Otherwise, apple cider. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's a non Whiskey for us, thing. right? <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> or for Oxy, <laughs> Oh, yes. I feel like the Flash would be Irish. <laughs> yes. Some, My some last world. name's Daniels. I'm not Irish, but I always celebrate like an Irish man. <laughs> oh, it's a mask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I want to get your guys' predictions, though, on what we're going to see. So, there's a lot of stuff going on with Wells. How long is it for going to be for us to find out the next thing about him? When do we think we're going to see that? Right when we come back? Not until the end of the season? I don't know, because they've been parceling out information about him like every like two or three episodes. And tonight, what really struck me was his line about, I'm a metahuman, I take care of my own. <laughs> really, yes. really interesting. Which, uh, I mean, would the reverse Flash say that? I guess, because his whole thing is to make the Flash stronger and better and whatever. Just, to me, he's the creepiest villain ever because he's not trying to kill the Flash. If you don't want to kill somebody, what do you want to do with them? And also, it's like, are you a villain or not? And like, how bad of a villain? Yeah, I know, I know. What are you guys thinking? Other predictions that we are going to see in a month? I think Iris is going to be... uh, She is going to really want to... She's really vying for having a good spot at this uh, journalism job that she has. And she's going to do everything she can to catch the Burning Man. But does everything mean she's going to do some things against her principles? I don't think she knows. I think once she finds out that this has to do with... Caitlin's cousin slash fiance. Um, she, it's going to be a moment of truth for her. What is she going to do? Is she going to you know get the better uh, get the promotion and get all the you know fame at her job, or is she going to? We know Irish yeah. on yeah. the high road. I right. think I hope she will. I think she will. Tari, any last minute predictions? Um, I okay, yes. But it's not for next week. It's for, like, the season. Well, that's good, because we're not getting another episode next week. Uh, yes. Unless you want to make a little, some sort of episode I I will. Tari and Flash Adventures. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I mean, I feel like the fans would kill me if I didn't mention the Flashpoint Paradox. And that's when he goes back to save his mother. He uh, succeeds, but essentially destroys the future and, and makes it super dystopian. And so I feel like... Um, he's going to go back cause now that he's super determined to save his mom. He's going to save her, realize that it was the wrong thing to do, have to go back, watch her die, and end up saving himself. <sighs> saving himself? Yes. Yeah. Not baby self. Baby self. Oh, okay. Both. So All you right. think that he actually will be able to save her, but it will ruin everything else, and then he'll go back and have to watch her die again. That's right. So sad. Morbid. <laughs> Let's just hope truly, that's not the case. Truly, truly morbid. And on that happy note, <laughs> <laughs> for the next month, I really, really need you guys to be reaching out to us because it's going to be so hard without watching this show. We want to keep the conversation going. Starting with you, Tari, if people want to talk to you and find out more about all of these nerd fabulous predictions, <laughs> where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And Ashley, where can they find you? I'm at Ashley Daniels on Twitter and Miss Ashley Daniels on Instagram. I tweet from Jeff Masters one and I also do all the book reviews for our sister network book circle online so in the next month I should definitely go check that out and you guys can find me at Roxy Stryer you can find us at AfterBuzzTV AfterBuzzTV.com YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV and if you are on YouTube make sure you give us that thumbs up everywhere else give us that five stars leave us a comment on iTunes on SoundCloud we read everything you guys have to say we love you guys so much and we cannot wait to hear your thoughts over the next month until March 17th 
Happy almost St. Patrick's Day then, and we will see you back here. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.